But Bill, if you'll come with me, you'll float too. <laughs> you'll float too. 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 So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to episode 38. And we've got a lot for you this episode. Yes. We yes, have we It, Chapter 1. Mm-hmm. It, Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. And It, the novel by yes. Stephen King. So we really went in hard for this one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I've talked about how much I love It, Chapter 1 in any of the previous episodes, but I... It is my favorite movie. Like of all time. Um pretty much. It is incredible to me and it was very well done. There's very few things that I knock it for and I just so thoroughly enjoyed it and I have since it came out. I saw it in theaters back in twenty seventeen and it is just one of my go to movies that I watch for comfort. Mm-hmm. Which I guess is kinda weird. But it's not really scary. It's just such a good I feel like a wholesome story. Mm-hmm. And so I was really excited for It Chapter 2, and I was excited to read the novel as well, because I saw It Chapter 1 before I read the book, and obviously before I saw Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. And what did you think of it? Of It Chapter 2 or the book? <laughs> the book. Okay, so I have some thoughts. <laughs> and there, it's kind of a mixed bag. Everything that had the kids in it, mm-hmm. every part that had the kids in it, I just absolutely adored it. Mm-hmm. It was... I just, and I have a thing, like I've told you, and I don't know why, I just have a thing for underdogs, and especially mm-hmm. underdog kids. Yeah. So when I was a kid, The Sandlot, Little Giants, I know there are both sports movies, but not really sports movie specific, just like, I loved bands of losers coming mm-hmm. together and being badasses, like the outcasts are the winners, and, right. and I just eat that shit up. <laughs> and so everything in the book that had the kids in it, for the most part, I was super down with. Mm-hmm. And overall, I did enjoy the book. It's something that if it was shorter, I would probably read again. But mm-hmm. just because of the sheer length of it. You'll never read it again. I will never read it again. Yeah. <laughs> because it's almost 1,200 pages. It's, yeah. Or maybe even a little bit longer. Out of the fact that it got ruined for you. Yeah, so I listened to the audiobook and read it kind of in tandem, but I... For a 1,200-page book, you really have to, like, set the time aside, like, mm-hmm. an hour before bed and things like that. And so the audiobook, I could do it when I was driving, I could do it when I was cleaning, I could eat dinner and listen to it. It was kind of like it started taking place of watching TV for me. Mm-hmm. And I actually cried. So <laughs> right when I got to the end, I was in my last three files. The last three were, the first one was three and a half hours, mm-hmm. then the second to last was 20 minutes, and the last one was also 20 minutes. So I finished the three and a half hour audio file, and I was like, oh my god, I only have like 40 minutes left. That's mm-hmm. fucking great. And then I turned on the next file, and it skipped a chunk, and I don't know, like, what exactly happened, if it was the audio file, or I missed one, or but I cut to the ending and learned everything about the end, and so I had been listening and going through this for months and months and months, and then the ending was ruined for me before I, and I missed the whole showdown. You missed the actual fight. Confrontation, yes. And something that's 
infamous. The child orgy? Yeah, you missed that part I as well. I missed it. I'm wondering if the source that I downloaded it from omitted it because they were like, hmm, <laughs> I don't want to listen to this. It's, but I was really upset because you commit for so long and you have all this fluff. Like, even most of the fluff I enjoyed, weirdly enough, I was like, oh my god, he's going on another fucking tangent, and then I would get into the tangent. Mm-hmm. So it would be annoying, but then I would just get into it and I guess accept it. Mm-hmm. And then... um yeah, I I spent all that time and all those months leading up to something and waiting for something and then and I didn't realize it because Stephen King does that. He goes back and forth and back and forth. Mm-hmm. So when it skipped ahead to after the fight, I was like, well maybe in a minute they're going to talk about and remember right. the fight until it was just over. And then it was just over. And so I sat on the couch and I literally like teared up and I would just felt so robbed. Well, to dedicate your three months of your life to something and yeah. then miss the most important part. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty shitty. So I, I have the book, like the actual tangible paperback, and I went back and read through the parts that I missed. But yeah, it was super fucking lame. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I did enjoy the book. I enjoyed chapter one and chapter two is probably what we'll spend a lot of time talking about more than chapter one because... Um, we had some more issues, I think, with mm-hmm. Chapter 2 and the book as well. Uh, but for me, Chapter 1 was very well done. It was scary, but it wasn't scary. It was like, you're seeing it from the point of view of these children. And can you imagine being like a 10 to 13-year-old seeing all of this shit? Right, absolutely. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I loved the relationships that they had and all their backstories. And I loved each one of those kids individually which didn't really carry into the second part for me. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't get enough time to get invested in these new adults because they're, they're new people. I'm sorry, are you the same person that you were when you were 12? No, you're not. I'm you're the an same in- person I was like two years ago. Exactly, you're an entirely different person. These are entirely different characters that they needed to give more time for us right. to get attached to them, and they didn't. Yeah, I mean... In the book or the movie. Right, and the reason, you know, this isn't going to be a huge walkthrough is just because we have so many thoughts, and I'm pretty sure even non-horror movie fans... This seemed to be a cross-genre movie. I think a lot of people have seen It Chapter One, mm-hmm. like, no matter who you are and what you enjoy. Um, but, you know, I don't need to walk through that movie for you to know what happened. Uh, it Chapter Two, we will spoil some things. So if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it, this is kind of like a hype and a normal episode, kind of all tied into one. Don't listen. But it, I wanted so badly for it to be good. You know, I, I told you, I haven't been this hyped up for a release since, like, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Maybe The Hunger Games. But especially nothing horror mm-hmm. in a long time. And so when I went in and, you know, I, I got emotional because I've read the book and I loved part one. So I'm invested in these kids. And spoiler alert, Stanley dies. Mm-hmm. He commits suicide in the book and in part two. That's one of the first things you get. They're starting. It's happening again, obviously. Mike Hanlon stayed in Derry, and he is calling them all back because they made an oath to come back and stop it if it ever happened again. So everyone reacts very violently to the call, right. you know? Like, Richie throws up and gets sick, and most of them just get terrified and start sweating or having a meltdown. And Stan slits his wrist in the bathtub, mm-hmm. and... I cried right at the beginning when that happened, but it wasn't because of the movie. It was because of the book and, you know, my love for part one. And then I was, like, all in, and it lost me somewhere. But I don't really know where that happened. I just Mm -hmm. wasn't... It was kind of boring. Parts Mm -hmm. of it were 
And that was really unfortunate because I came out of it incredibly conflicted because I wanted to like it. I wanted to love it as much as I loved part one. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a lot of reviews and a lot of people say it doesn't have the same magic that part one, but it was good. But for me, I don't know, like my thoughts are very all over the place, which Mm -hmm. is probably not great for this episode, Mm -hmm. but we literally just came out the theater. Yeah. Like this is like a half an hour. We're in like a movie hangover Mm -hmm. right now. So my thoughts aren't incredibly organized. It's just, I have this like disappointment in the pit of my stomach that I hate Mm -hmm. because I, I don't know how many times I can say I just, I love live and breathe chapter one and for chapter two, not only to under deliver, but make me not care about the characters that I would like die for, you know, (laughs) was, was really disappointing. And it wasn't the acting necessarily. It was just some of the decisions that they made Mm -hmm. that changed who the character was to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Nope. I mean, I said it to you earlier. The, and they did this in the miniseries. They did this in the book. They take so much time giving you the kids, and that's great, that you don't have enough time to delve into the adults. And that's exactly what happened with part two once again. They had so much information that they needed to cram pack into this movie. So it's very cut up and jarring because they had so much they needed to throw in. But at the same time, it's an almost three-hour movie, and it's boring as fuck. I don't know how they managed that, but they did. It's very segmented. You know, every time you see Pennywise, I thought was great. I was it, My favorite part of the movie was when Pennywise was doing his thing up until the end, and then you got, like, almost too much Pennywise. Mm-hmm. But when he was just creeping around the town, and I loved I loved seeing him return, the final face-off. So in, in the book, and see, that's the thing. I wish I could have someone in here that has not read the book Mm -hmm. because I'm curious as to, so if you haven't read the book, send us an email and tell us what Mm -hmm. your thoughts are because for me as someone who read the books, knowing the backstory to everything that's happening gives me a lot more context. But I feel like if you didn't read the book, some of the stuff may not have made sense or Mm -hmm. I guess you would have to put it together yourself. Or it's pointless. Like it's Mm -hmm. only thrown in there for the people that read the book, but when you really come down to it, you don't need it. Yeah. Like, fucking the ritual of chud like it is it's mentioned in the book it's even a whole chapter titled that but it really comes down to something that's not what they do it's not what they end up doing yeah and they throw it in the movie and it's pointless because it's a throwaway scene you really could have saved yourself time and maybe done something more important well they beat it chapter two pretty much exactly the same way they beat it in it chapter one they mentally say you're not scary you're small you're little we are above Mm -hmm. you da 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 they talk it into subduing it you know Mm -hmm. and that's what they did in chapter one Mm -hmm. you know they were like fuck this clown we're gonna fuck it up we're not scared anymore which is not what they do in the book which is so much better in the movie go this director for Mm -hmm. taking whatever i've said it in the past i hate stevie king i've liked two of his books ever i think he is a misogynistic asshole and Mm -hmm. i think he is overrated because he just drones on when it's not fucking needed Mm -hmm. so any director that can make something great out of he has great ideas yeah but the implementation is horrible and i think these directors are amazing it chapter one fucking amazing that i don't have any problems with it i probably wouldn't give it a five because i'm not all into it like you yeah but i don't have any problems that i set aside yeah it chapter two though mm, they still did better than stephen king but it's still boring it just, you know, made, so in the book, they do have this ritual, like you said, and as children, 
they have this clubhouse that you never see in chapter one, but you do see it in chapter two. And they spend a lot of their time in there as children. Mm -hmm. And something that they do that they thought would be kind of a cool, like, initiation is they go down there and do this, like, Native American ritual of smoking themselves mm -hmm. out and seeing who can stand the longest. Yeah. And uh, Mike and Richie get hallucinations and a dream, if you will, about the origins of it. Mm -hmm. And you see that it's this ancient thing that has been around for... It's an alien. Billions. and Exactly. It crashed to Earth. Yeah. And you don't really get that in the movie because what they do is they turn it into Mike showing Bill this ancient ritual that these Native Americans have already tried yeah. to get rid of it and they want to repeat that. That they don't even use in the end. Right. So it's like you just wasted my time. <laughs> yeah, they try it, and then a Pennywise starts talking and saying, well, tell them, you didn't tell them that the Native Americans failed and they couldn't beat me, and now Mike's all of a sudden this liar who betrayed them, but that's not in the book. And like, they turn on him like that, too, yeah. in They're the like, movie. What, Mike? Which is not the point of the first movie, and it's not the point of the book. The point of the book is entirely these people would die for each other even afterwards. They make this promise, and they will come back, and they will die for each other. Mm -hmm. The end. So then turning Mike into this liar, and then they turn against him, is not in the spirit of it. And not only do they turn against him, but they turn against him, and like two seconds later, they're over it, and it's never brought up again. Exactly, but they keep doing it. Yeah. Like, over and over, you lied to us again, Mike, you lied to us again, Mike. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah. That's what your promise was all about. Right. And so I think it lost some of the steam that the first had built there mm -hmm. weren't a lot of the kids because they had grown up we talked about this when we walked out of the movie you know we were just kind of idling between movie and recording today they couldn't do a lot with the kids i guess because the kids have grown up they're in a middle school to early teen like mm -hmm. you know between like 15 and like or you know when they filmed between like 13 and 16 years yeah. old. Which is fucking stupid. That's when you grow. That's when your voice mm -hmm. changes. That's when you get taller. So there was a lot of de-aging that they had to do to the kids. I honestly didn't notice it too much, but you did. I did. So I know other people, I've heard other people have a problem with Richie. Yeah, it's a little jarring sometimes. His skin looks a little too shiny. Perfect. And yeah. perfect. What I really had a problem with was Eddie. His, his voice must have dropped because they had to do a lot of after effects on his voice to make him sound like a, a child again. Like Eddie. And mm -hmm. that was jarring to me. Every scene he was in as a child was really hard for me. I think that they shouldn't have done it. And honestly, I'm not going to forgive him for it, because you knew doing It Part 1, you were going to do a Part 2. Because at the end of It Chapter 1, it says Chapter 1. We know there's a continuation in the book. We know there was a miniseries that did a second part, okay? Mm -hmm. So we know there's going to be a Part 2. Give them a few months off. And then record again just the kids' part, even if you need extra time. Right. But you fucking knew this was happening. Don't give them two years off. Yeah, they're going to grow. Right. Which, I, and I think that was, you know, it's really hard to get a 1,200-page book into two parts here. Yeah. We've seen it with Lord of the Rings. Mm -hmm. We've seen it with The Hobbit. The Hobbit was about as long as it, if I'm not mistaken. And it got three three-hour movies. The Hobbit is like... 150 pages. Oh, see, I didn't even know Not that. even close. I didn't read it. The Hobbit, I mean, let's be honest, The Hobbit got raped for money. Right. But I would actually have accepted that with it. With it being so long, you could have taken these characters and really delved into them. I would have watched a movie where we just go to the adults and how 
it is affecting them for a while in their lives, and then maybe they get to dairy, and that's the end, and we do a third movie. Mm -hmm. I would have been down with that. Yeah. It gets you into these characters, and then you fucking care about them. And maybe we could have left the kids behind then and moved on to the adults and not needed them as our pillar. And as your segue. Yes. Because it goes back a few times to give you things that it didn't give you in the first one that it needs to set up the second one. Mm-hmm. You, they each have to go off individually to get their memory back. They have no memory of what happened when they were children. So when they come back to Derry, they have to kind of individually go off and do what they did when they were kids mm-hmm. to get their memories back to figure out how they're going to, to beat it. Mm-hmm. And I liked that in the book. It was a little lengthy. Could have been trimmed. I think mm-hmm. that's most Stephen King. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, it was long, and then you also didn't... It wasn't really effective. Mm-hmm. They did... They needed to get these artifacts for this ritual that didn't even... That they didn't even do. Mm-hmm. They tried, but it, it was kind of like... So, yeah, once again, you just wasted everybody's time getting mm-hmm. to a point that you didn't even need. We could have just dealt in these characters talking and hanging out in the town while they're getting ready to fight it. Mm-hmm. And we could have gotten all that backstory to be connected to them. Well, what I think they could have done in the book, there is a scene where they're all together and they're talking about their memories mm-hmm. as they're coming back. Mm-hmm. You don't really get that in It Chapter mm-hmm. 2. You get them going off and doing things. Mm-hmm. And seeing things. And I think it would have kind of been cool for them to all be sitting together talking about their memories. And then you just get little flashbacks. Mm-hmm. More so than we're going to spend, you know, 20 minutes on Eddie and 25 minutes on Reggie and 30 minutes on Bev and 40 mm-hmm. minutes on Bill and da 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 da. And there is a kid that Bill tries to save that he tries to save in the book and the movie. And that was too long. Mm-hmm. Way too long. Yeah, they, you, I just feel like they didn't utilize their time very well, and I have to give them credit. I'm sure it's hard to take a 1,200-page book and write it into a, a screenplay. Yeah. But maybe they just picked a few of the wrong things, or maybe it's just because I know the backstory and have read the books that it let me down. But I've seen some pretty split opinions on it. I think unanimously across the board, everyone's like, yes, it's not as good as the first, mm-hmm. but, and maybe the first is just... You know, you it's a different movie. It's kind of apples and oranges. But mm-hmm. when you care so much about the kids and you bring back the same exact characters and you don't really care about them in Chapter 2, you've done something wrong here. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I'll fight to the death of my love for it, Chapter 1. And even the book, and I, Stephen King doesn't really bother me too much until you kind of, like, point out everything that he's doing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's being an asshole to fat, uh, mean women. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm ready to argue the Stephen King point yeah. if you're there for the book. Because I've got some huge fucking problems with that book. I, I, uh, I think that part of it is my love for It Chapter 1. Because I loved that so much and that was my starting point. Mm-hmm. was 5 out of 5. This is incredible. I love this movie so much. Now I'm ready for all the meat that I didn't get. Mm-hmm. I think that I was going to eat it up either way. So I think that you have to think about that and my love for the book because I was getting things about characters I already loved. He didn't have to convince me mm-hmm. to love any of them. I already did, and I was already ready. And the only thing, you know, it was, I kept saying, like, you know, it's too long, but then I would get into all these side stories, and I think that you have to really consider my love for that. Oh, I, for the movie. I definitely consider I'm not yeah. holding anything against you no, on liking the book or the movie or the second one if you say you love it. I have a problem with Stephen King 
as a person, I'm starting to figure out. I'm ready. <laughs> Bring it on. I've already said he is a huge misogynistic asshole, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to stand by that. I have now read, and I'm just going to list them up. I have read Salem's Lot, and I'm reading Misery right now. I've read Doctor Sleep, The Shining, Carrie, Pet Cemetery. Loved Pet Cemetery. Honestly, that'll probably go down as one of my favorite books. So mm-hmm. that's great that an author I hate so much is my favorite book. Yeah. I've read it. I've read all of these, and almost all of the characters are evil women. Including it, by the way. Yes. You don't get that in either of the books in, I'm sorry, in either of the movies in the book. It is a female. Yes. The only one in what I just listed, okay, I don't remember Salem's Lot very well. I read it when I was really young. Mm -hmm. But of what I just listed, the only one that's not a female is Pet Cemetery, and that's just a thing. Yeah. Everything else is an evil woman. Mm -hmm. And if she's not an evil woman, then she's fat and stupid and weak and mean. Seriously? You don't have fucking The Shining. Yeah. Wendy Torrance is hated by her husband. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. He's fucking disgusting to her. And it's like in every single thing. In this, you have Beverly Marsh, this little girl who's being abused by her father. And sexually we're pretty sure mm-hmm. and then at the very end she has to get them back together by having sex with all of them yeah and that she knew that would bring them all together yeah. that girl is fucking damaged and you just put that in a book that my daughter someday may read and that's upsetting yeah that's fucking horrible i don't care what maybe that's why i didn't get the audio maybe somebody was like this is for my child <laughs> maybe out. Because that's horrible. I mean, you know, and she, as an adult, you want her to be someone else, and she's with a husband that is just like her father. Because she's damaged. That hits her and rapes her. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's, if that's what you're going to do with her character, you know, in the books, she's not nearly as strong as she is in, like, at chapter one. Yeah, absolutely. Like, she tries to be. Mm-hmm. I'll give her that. Like, her, a lot of her internal dialogue is like, all right, Beverly, chill out, you know, but she... Saves them, like, one time with... Because she's a good shot. Mm-hmm. More than any of the others. And then she has to save them with her vagina. Right. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. It didn't need to happen. Like, I'll defend a lot of Stephen King's choices, because it's like, okay, the the child orgy in It chapter, It is... Uh, everybody knows about it. It's very infamous, mm-hmm. but it's completely unnecessary. And they could have just held hands or whatever, you know? They could... I would even have accepted a kiss. Mm-hmm. But are you, fu- they're, they're 12. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Mm-hmm. And then Beverly the whole fucking time is just this weak woman who has to have a man. She literally goes from daddy to an abusive guy to, oh, she's married to that abusive guy, but she's going to go F Bill mm-hmm. in the room while she's still married to this guy. And then she's going to leave with Ben. Right. Which she ends up with Ben. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. You can't have one strong female character in any of your shit. That's bullshit. Not that, I mean, I haven't read much of Stephen King's stuff, so maybe there is one. If there is, let us know. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there probably is out there. He's written a bajillion books. But yeah. the main ones that are in mainstream, mm-hmm. not of one of them? Yeah. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and another thing about it is they could have really, like, if they were going to split this up into, like, a whole universe of movies, I think the fans would have been here for it. Mm-hmm. I would have. Mm-hmm. I think that they could have done more with the kids, but they also could have given you more of an explanation of what it is. I mean, they have this whole thing of, like, 
it says in it chapter two, I am the eater of worlds. I am mm-hmm. the eater of worlds. What does that mean? So in the book, you actually get that it has laid eggs mm-hmm. and it is a product of this turtle that is actually in a lot of the Stephen King universe is kind of like the end all be that kind of like is the universe. And it, it actually explains why it existed because it had a belly ache is what it said. And then it was the product. And now it's this like evil negative force in the universe. That's kind of like the balance between good and evil kind of. Yeah. That's for sure. What happens in the book? <laughs> yeah. You're telling me that I just read 1200 fucking pages to hear that a turtle shit out the world. <laughs> I'm just leaving it at that. Like, I have nothing else to say. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's, you know, I would like to dive into more of Stephen, see what Stephen King does with this turtle. There's got to be, like, I'm sure, I Brad has a friend that's really into the Stephen King universe and everything being, like, connected, you know? Yeah, read the Dark Tower. That's right. what it's all about. Yeah, and I would love to dive more into that because I have it. I've, I've not ever been somebody that really wanted to read Stephen King. I can appreciate, like, his the movies based on his books, but it's never really been something I've been into because I just, he's weird. Shit out the world. <laughs> that's, I mean, maybe that's what happened. <laughs> it, 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 okay, whatever. Just whatever. But <laughs> one more thing that I wanted to talk about about mm-hmm. the book that's not about feminism or anything, but are you fucking, okay, so these kids are tortured the whole time by Henry Bowers, which you see in the first movie. Mm-hmm. You see him in the second. For like a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's very prominent in the book. He's literally torturing these kids. He killed Mike's dog. He's yeah. literally tried to kill Mike. He's tried to kill Ben. Literally tried to fucking kill him. He is the it puppet in the yes. book. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at the end in the book, they all have to get into the room where it is living. Okay. And in order to do that, they have to face their fears with this lock, basically. And the lock turns into what they're most afraid of. And every single one of them, it is Henry Bowers, except for Ben. The one he carves his fucking initials into and was going to hunt down and kill. He still gets a mummy. He still gets the, the face of a mummy, because that's a childish fear. But he was literally going to die. He, he can't grow at all. Steven, hmm, what? So it's interesting, because I... I didn't watch any reviews of It Chapter 2 until I was going in. I got a more negative vibe from some of the shit that I was seeing, Mm -hmm. honestly, because I just saw a lot like, yeah, I was fine. It just didn't have, it just, you know, didn't have the same, like, power to it that the first one did. And then I heard, like, Bill Hader was, like, the star of everything. And I was like, well, that kind of makes sense because in the book, he's the savior. Yeah, that's my other problem. Which he wasn't. He's not in the movie. Yeah. Give him his fucking due. Moment. Are you yeah. serious? Instead he they make saves him gay. everyone. Instead they make him gay yeah, and in but love why? Exactly. Yeah. I don't understand why. That's not a part of the book. It doesn't really add anything. They can just be great friends, so why not keep with the character mm-hmm. that was already written? That everybody loves. Isn't that what you're trying to do, is keep yeah. with these characters? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Even if it's to have more gay people on TV for influence, that's great. But they have that right in the beginning, mm-hmm. which Stephen King did right. Yeah. Why do we change it? Yeah. I don't fucking get it. Yeah, it, I was, you know, that whole thing threw me off. So in the end of It Chapter 2, spoiler alert, if 
you don't haven't already figured that out. <laughs> Eddie gets killed. Yeah. And in the movie, they flash back to this particular scene of Richie playing a video game with another boy and him wanting the boy to stay mm-hmm. and play again with him. And so you're like, are they trying to imply that Richie's gay? Mm-hmm. And then later, he his friend Eddie dies and you find out that it, he's so upset because he was in love with Eddie and he's gay, which I'm fine with. That doesn't, like, the, I'm all down for, like, you know, I'm not even straight, so I don't care about that. That is not what I'm getting at, so nobody twist my words. But it just was unnecessary, and it was pandering, really. And it's confusing. Like, you can see exactly that it's pandering because they have forgotten everything. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, he didn't even realize that he was in love with Eddie when he was that young. Yeah. He probably just really liked his best friend. So, how is he supposed to, at 30-something, know that he was in love with Eddie? Because he forgot Eddie. Mm-hmm. So, what the fuck? Yeah, and it just, like, I think it took away from the friendships that they all had. I don't. I didn't need to see a deeper reason for Richie to be so beside himself with grief that he lost Eddie because he, even if they forgot everything, they remembered their friendships at least when they came back, you mm-hmm. know. That's all I needed, mm-hmm. you know. I didn't, They were just great friends. I didn't need a weird twist of a love story between two of the friends other than Bev. And maybe they were trying to take, like, the token woman away for a second, but they've already done that, the yeah. whole two movies. Also, in the books, he was also in love with Beverly, like everyone was. They all had a fucking crush on her. Yeah. Because they're all kids, and she's the only girl. Exactly. You know, it's whatever. Uh, But it was just really weird, and I didn't like that that choice. And because it just, like I said, it just felt very pandery. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) But you're not going to do anything with that. Exactly. So why is it there? And that that's what a lot of It Chapter 2 felt like. I thought this was going to be more of a debate between the two of us about I love It and you don't, but I, there was a moment, a, a small moment when we walked out of It Chapter 2 and I was sitting there with my thoughts and I felt like I was going to cry again because I was like, disappointed. You just took something away from me, yeah. you know, and, and I really, it was fine. Like, it wasn't a bad movie. It just was not what... I wanted as a as a fan as a true book part one. I mean, even the miniseries was okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And as a, a true fan, uh, I just feel a little, well, a lot let down. I mean, it, it's um, this is kind of early to do this, but it's kind of like a three out of five, middle of the road for me. Yeah, definitely. But when I think about everything that they had that they could have worked with that they could have made totally epic i didn't even mind the last battle scene i just wish that they would have just done that and gone all the way with it instead of trying to add in the ritual of, Sh- of chud mm-hmm. which is probably confusing to listeners again if you haven't read it the ritual is like this much of it. it's a huge segment it's a huge, of the book but they don't actually do anything with it like they yeah. title it that and they talk about it a couple times yeah but it's more a psychological thing. It's hard. Mm-hmm. To, it's not like a ritual so right. much as a, they kind of combine their minds and the kids have to take and over. And they made it a ritual in the movie, like an actual standing Which around. Which it wasn't. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I, I wish that, you know, I think I would have enjoyed this whole universe more 
with it chapter one in the book. Yeah. I don't think that it chapter two, I didn't hate it. I just, I wanted to love it so much. And I, it was, I, I went and saw it chapter one in theaters again when they did the, you know, we've got like 10 minutes of it chapter two in it. And it's all of them coming together at the Chinese food restaurant. I was pumped. I was invested emotionally and just mm-hmm. for entertainment. And it didn't keep that same it was like they were all their own characters and there wasn't the same bond and feeling you know yes at the end they all hold each other and but like they're all like i'm getting the fuck out of here for like a huge portion of the movie yes that it's not that promise then why did you even show up if you're already ready to run away yeah because that doesn't happen in the book once they're there they're there i mean they're scared but they're there they take like you know it's this is almost a three-hour movie and like for 40 minutes of it, 45 minutes, different characters are trying to convince different characters not to leave. Yes. And it just, maybe that's what it is, because that thought didn't hit me until Mm -hmm. now. Like, they weren't trying to run away. They got there, and they were terrified, but they started remembering everything, and they were like, fuck. They didn't hold on to that connection and that love, Mm -hmm. this friendship. They didn't hold on to it. Yeah. No, they did not. And I think another problem for me was honestly the casting choice. Okay. I love McAvoy. He's amazing. But he is such a big name now that honestly I could only see McAvoy. I couldn't see Bill in any of that. Mm -hmm. I think that was a problem. I think Jessica Chastain was also a little on that edge. Like I knew her well enough that she just didn't fit Beverly for me. The others, fucking spot on. Oh my God, they were amazing. Yeah. But I feel like those two casting choices were wrong. Mm-hmm. Skarsgård did amazing. Oh, he always does, yeah. Everyone did amazing. Yeah. But those two I just couldn't get in with. And again, I think that part of that is because in... Oh, fucking shit. This is, this is going to turn into an hour of shitting on It Chapter 2, and that's not what this was meant to be. This was supposed to be our big It Chapter 1. <laughs> this is what we thought, It Chapter 2. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you take two people that have invested so much time, mm-hmm. you know, fans or... Or not, or just even on the line, you know. Yeah. And then we just saw it, chapter two. Like, obviously, that's going to be the most prominent thing that we're talking about, right? You know, they didn't give you. I mean, everybody has a backstory as an adult, and you know about how they got to the point that they're at as adults, from when they left Dairy to currently, yep. at least a little bit you know that Bill is married to this wonderful, sophisticated actress. And in the beginning of the movie, she was thrown in there. Yeah. And he was like, completely insignificant. Says hi to her on set and that's it. And they fight. Yeah. And that's not what their relationship was mm-hmm. in the book at all. And you know that he, how he got over his stutter and his college experience and that he's this big horror writer and that he's getting all these dream, you know, kind of how he's going through this process. And then you get... Beverly and what she's been doing and that she's this designer and her husband is controlling and Ben is this insane architect that is just kind of king of the world, mm-hmm. you know, and that, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And you just don't, they rely on how much you love It Chapter 1 to develop these characters in It Chapter 2. Yes. yes, they Because they had a lot of content to cram into a movie and I understand that. But again, I... I I don't know, it was like It Chapter 1 was so cohesive from start to finish, and this one was just like, what? Throw it all in. (laughs) We have all this other stuff left, we gotta put it somewhere. Right, and it just didn't make a lot of sense. And even knowing the backstory, it's just like, I mean, I guess if you just look at it from surface level, and you don't really care that much, then it's totally fine. You know, they 
They come back together. They're doing this ritual. They gotta beat this entity. I mean, that's that. Yeah, it's very, it was a fine movie. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Like, I mean, I'll just go across all my ratings real quick. Four out of five on the first one. Mm-hmm. Three out of five on part two. It was very middle of the road, and then just one out of five on the fucking book. I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for me, I think that it, it Chapter 1 gets a 5 out of 5, It Chapter 2 gets a 3 out of 5, and the book for me gets a 4 out of 5. Honestly. Yeah. I'm glad I, you enjoyed it. I did, I did. And I, I wish that it was shorter so I could reread it, because I think it'd be one of those things that I I read uh, with a few parts omitted. Like, <laughs> being child, you just feel dirty. Yeah. But the, and with the audiobook, too. Like, couldn't you imagine them saying it? No. <laughs> yeah. By the way, the It audiobook read by Stephen Weber... Content aside, Stephen Weber did incredible. Maybe that was part of the reason why I loved the audiobook and the book mm-hmm. so much is because every single character had their own voice, and even without them saying Beverly said, I knew it was Beverly. Totally. Yes, he just did such a great job of the characterization just in the audio. Uh, but It Chapter 2 was definitely a letdown for me. It Chapter 1, I love start to finish. I could watch it a million times. I have watched it a million times. I watch it in the bath all the time. <laughs> and I love everything about it. That may sound like I'm not being analytical enough, but that's just what it is. I don't really want to. Because I, and unless I started digging, there would be very little for me to find that I didn't like about that movie or that I felt was technically wrong with it or whatever. But I think that I maybe I didn't like It Chapter 2 because I just wanted this. I'm kind of not to the same extent, but feeling like if Deathly Hallows Part 2 had been fucking garbage. Mm-hmm. And there were some parts I didn't like in it. But That's I didn't, true. Had it been a huge letdown all those years? I'm physically, yeah. like, my stomach hurts. I bet. Because I'm, I'm the kind of person, especially when I'm reading. Like, with movies, okay. But with books, I just get taken onto another plane. You know, I get so much more invested into the characters when I'm reading something and spending my time sitting with them is kind of how I feel. Like I have in all the young adult novels and series that I've read. Mm-hmm. Like Harry Potter and The Hunger Games, for example. You know, I would get done with those books and I would be so incredibly sad for days that they yeah. were over. And that's how I felt with It Chapter 2. It was like I was, these characters were with me and I'm me with them and maybe that's stupid but that's just that's what reading is supposed to do Absolutely. <laughs> and and because I like the book so much you know seeing the adaptation of the part two which is really most of the book is the adults and remembering things yeah. and to for it to leave out important things and for it to just be a let and it wasn't even like the like, some of it was a little campy towards the end with the, you know, it and kind of the, it was, there were a few, like, lame little mm-hmm. parts, but more than anything, I just, I didn't love the characters. As, I think This is just what it comes down to. I didn't love the characters in It Chapter 2 like I love them in Chapter 1, and they're the same character, and that broke my heart, I think, I that know. I didn't give a fuck about. Yeah. I, I mean, the only one I really, truly cared about was Richie. Mm-hmm. And they let that one down, too. Yeah. Like, you're right. Richie's the one you care about, and he doesn't even get to save everybody like he did in the book. Yeah. It's kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. And they did a lot of things that were very endearing. Like, um, I told Sierra and Katie, my friends, that in the book, Beep, beep Richie is, like, this big, like, that's mm-hmm. just what they say to Richie because he's bad mouth or whatever. Shut up, Shut basically. the fuck up, yeah. <laughs> and 
Bev looked at him once and went beep beep Richie and I saw Sierra look over at me and I was I wanted to get excited because mm-hmm. they threw that in there for book lovers you know exactly but I just feel a little robbed and I didn't feel as robbed until we really started sitting down and talking about it and um, I'm just gonna watch it chapter one and pretend that it chapter two doesn't mm-hmm. exist I'm sorry it's okay I'll still you know probably buy it and have it in my collection but it's something that I've been seeing on Instagram and Twitter and Hulu. And, I mean, they have just slapped you across the face with marketing because at Chapter 1 was so successful that they had the budget yeah. to do, you know, to put this movie up on a pedestal. And the trailers were good. Mm-hmm. And it just was, uh, I don't know, I think this is going to take me a while to forgive (laughs) and I don't know who's at fault I don't really I think the writing was they made some poor choices but they also were kind of working with one movie that they had to put in I mean it chapter one was probably like 300 pages and the rest of it they had to fit into it chapter two so I don't really have anyone that I know to blame I just think that it was too difficult to put into a three-hour movie or two and a half hour movie and it, it just fell short on delivery. Yeah, absolutely. Because they just couldn't do it justice, I think. I mean, I said it to you in the car, too. I feel like, this is going to sound really mean, but I feel like the first one, the director took a lot of stuff and did their own thing. And the second one, they took a lot of stuff from Stephen King's book, and um, it made it lame. Yeah, because they couldn't take all of it. And if it's not all the... There is a reason, like, yes, Stephen King is long-winded, but there's a reason it's 1,200 pages long. That He just jam-packed so much information and backstory. Okay, that's why. Also that. But when you've got, I mean, let's see, Bill, Ben, Richie, Yeah, you have Beth, so many characters, Stan, you have to You've got fucking seven of them. It's yep. really long to get into all of their and backstories. And Henry, and then we have to talk about things like the black spot and all of this bullshit. And history of dairy. Yeah. You have everything that's horrible happened in dairy since records have started Mm -hmm. and then you've also got you know like mike's dad tells all his stories that's Mm -hmm. where the black spot comes in and and um so you've got the history of dairy the history of it the history of all seven main characters the history of all these auxiliary characters and antagonists like you said henry you get a lot more on henry's goons Mm -hmm. in the book and so to take all of that and smash it into two and a half hours, three hours, you know, I think it was like 248 or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. I just think they were kind of set up to fail. Yeah. Maybe if they had, if they had green-lighted a third one, I, I truly think that fans would have been here for it. I understand that it might get a little scary being like, oh, people are just going to think we're trying to take their money. I think they should have. I think 1,200 pages is warranted. The Hobbit, not, but 1,200 yeah. pages. And three of them. Right. And, you know, like, they did, Lord of the Rings did three movies, and each, like, segment kind of had its own, like, dedicated, you know. Book? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that would have almost been, like, if Stephen King had written, well, kind of like Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. You know, maybe that would have guided them a little more. I know that's not really his thing. He just writes a giant motherfucker. Yeah. I feel like it would have been a great TV series. Giving it more time to... But like a, like an HBO or like a Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think a network could have done it, but... No, yeah. Um, yeah, I I just... I'm going to be in this movie hangover for a while. And I did not mean for this to be like a an hour bitch fest. Um, it just... 
it cut me deep, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I do rec I I I do recommend the book. I think that, and I, I also think that if I hadn't read the book, I would probably be much more on board for this movie. And that's probably I don't think they made it chapter one or two for the book lovers. I just don't I think they agree. did. And so maybe we shouldn't have read the book. I was kind of thinking that in the theater too. I was like, I really liked one. And I bet if I hadn't read the book in between the two, I probably would have liked this one. Yeah, and so take what we're saying with a grain of salt, like if you have not read the book, because you'll probably like it. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to dampen the movie experience for anyone, because I think if you go into it thinking it's going to be negative by what we say, you probably are going to find things. Yeah. You know, but I, I think that if I hadn't read the book, then I probably would have liked it a lot more. Mm -hmm. I just felt they did the characters such a disservice. Yeah. All of them. They definitely did. Especially, I mean, they killed off Stan, which, yes, he needed to happen, but you don't get the... He had a story, too, before they killed him off. He had a wife that loved him dearly, and, and it they sounded had like they life. had an amazing life. Yeah. And you get to hear any of it. Yeah, they just killed him, and you get a suicide note to all his friends at the end. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just rough for, for us. Um, I mean... I am an it book lover, and you are an it book hater, but... <laughs> but we still came to the same conclusion. Yeah, right. So, my recommendation is, don't fucking read the book. Go into it, you know, being like, all right, uh, these are the same characters, and I love them, and that's mm -hmm. that. It's and, just a continuation. And I think reading the book really spoiled it for me, which I don't regret, but I kind of wish I had read it after, but I wanted to do it for this mm -hmm. and I don't know I don't know if I'm I want to read any more of the books that we do mm -hmm. I know you will because I'm really trying to read them and unfortunately Stephen King's the biggest horror writer so it's all King which sucks for me but I'm yeah. really trying um I'm working on Misery right now I was excited to get on Misery I wanted to do that this week because it's not super long book mm -hmm. super long 300 pages. Yeah. I mean, I can knock that out in two nights if I really dedicate it, you know. I mean. But I, now I don't, I don't, um, that's kind of almost, even though I liked it, I kind I just, I'm like, I'm just a movie person now. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm scared of what movies can do to books. And I've, I've always been that person that it's like, yeah, the Harry Potter books were better than the movies in my opinion. But it didn't ruin the movies for me. Mm -hmm. This ruined the movie for me. Mm -hmm. The book being better than the movie in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And I've always been like, those people that are like, oh my god, the book's so much better than the movie. I'm like, shut the fuck up, just enjoy the movie. I literally could not. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. Yep. Because it didn't give me enough, I guess. So, it just all was very, like, scratch the surface. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I really hope you enjoy it. I want to hear your thoughts about it. And, you know, unfortunately, this was a lot more negative. I have been so excited for this episode literally every time we're like putting stuff in our planners and you said it is this day i'm like yeah yeah you, you know so um so i'm i'm hurting I'm my sorry. feelings are hurt it's okay i'm just really sad that this wasn't the epic finale that i i was really hoping for because it just they bully it and it goes away <laughs> like and yeah. then they crush its heart yeah that's yeah and it's over. Which, honestly, I liked that ending better than what he did in the book. Okay, they do the whole time rag on Bill for writing good books with shitty endings, which is... Is Stephen King. Is Stephen like, King. that's literally all his books. Yeah. He, he <laughs> all of his endings are Stephen shit. King is in the movie, and he tells Bill, I don't like your endings. Yeah. And so... 
he knows. Yeah, and I agree. I didn't. I, it just it was a lot of build up for a lot of letdown for me personally. And uh, I'm just gonna keep watching chapter uh, chapter one, and that's gonna be my movie. And uh, chapter two is not gonna be part of that. So that's why. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for joining us again. Sorry for the... <laughs> no, we didn't spend a lot of time on Chapter 1 because, you know, we were so... Great. We didn't have any problems. Yeah, it was it. great. I think if we had dedicated an episode to Chapter 1, we could have talked about all the things we loved. But it just... It's such a simple, complicated problem these kids have. Like, it's a simple movie with, like, a complicated to these kids problem. And it was just, I think, beautifully in its, beautiful in its simplicity of these kids are trying to take down a monster. And it's... You didn't know it was some ancient mm-hmm. fucking thing, and, and you didn't need to. It wasn't one of those movies I was like, why? Mm-hmm. What is it? I didn't care, because I exactly. loved it so much. Like, honestly, finding out that it was an alien, I was like, seriously? It could why? have just been spooky. Exactly. <laughs> so, again, It Chapter 1 is a 5 out of 5. The book is a 4 out of 5 for me, and Chapter 2 is about a 3 out of 5. And if I was just going on how I feel about it right now, I'd give it a one, but I know that if I hadn't read the book, mm-hmm. I would feel better about it, so that's why I'm kind of giving it a middle of the road for me. Yeah. It was fine. It's definitely passable. But I, I hated that I didn't care about the characters that I just adore. So yeah, absolutely. So ruined it for me. Yeah. So again, love you all. <laughs> Thank you for letting us uh, bitch about this movie that was so hyped up, and I hope it doesn't disappoint you, but... Uh, like it did us. <laughs> and I hope this episode doesn't disappoint you because we didn't like it. But you can follow us and hang out with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Exorcisters Podcast. We are on Twitter at The Exorcisters. You can find us on our website. It is exorcisters.com. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on the movie. Just please be gentle and know that I am greeting. <laughs> you can email us at theexorcisters at gmail.com. And before we sign off, I would also like to mention that we have our giveaway, our next one, or our current one going on over on our Instagram. It's a huge Halloween giveaway that we're really excited about. We got a lot of cool stuff for it. And every time we do a giveaway, I'm like, God damn it, I want that. (laughs) So go check it out. It's really easy to enter. All you got to do is follow us and comment. Super easy. And we will pick the winner in October and you will have your stuff before Halloween. And next time, what happened to Emily? Till then, stay creepy. (laughs) 